Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Lamedbeis. We are continuing in Sif Yudches. So we are picking up on page 94. It's actually three words before we get to 94. So the Machaber says, Imnogu Ragley Hahei Vehakuf Begag. So we're talking about here writing the letters. So if you wrote a letter in a Sefer Torah or Tfilin or Mezuzah, and you wrote a hey or a kuf, which both have a line down on the side, on the left side. So if that leg goes too high and it touches the top on the hey or the kuf, yigror haregel v'yasor v'yachtavenu. So what you would do is you would erase the whole leg of the hey or the kuf, and then you would rewrite it. V'ein sarach ligror kol haos. You would not have to erase the whole letter. Ki hagag kadin because the roof was written properly. When you wrote the top part of the hay or the kuf, it was written properly. Just the second part of the writing, which was the, which was the leg, that was written improperly because it was written too high that it was touching the roof. So you have to just erase the leg and you don't have to worry about the top of the letter. And then the Mechaber continues in the second line on page 94 and gives us another halacha. And this is going to discuss the Aleph. Basically, the way an Aleph is written in the Torah is there's a diagonal line. We'll call that the Gag. That's called the roof. And then there's a little Yud coming out on, on top of it and a Yud coming out on the bottom of it. So the Mechaber says, If the leg of the Aleph is touching the roof of the Aleph, Now this sounds a little funny because it says if the leg of the Aleph is touching the roof or the bottom of the Aleph is touching the roof, what it means is that normally the yud that's attached to the aleph, that's making the aleph, is thicker on top, and then there's a little leg that sticks out. And usually the skinny part of the yud is what touches the gag of the aleph. But if you have it written incorrectly, and your yud is written, the whole thick part is connected to the aleph. Instead of having a thick part on top, and just a little strand that's touching the, the gag, you have the whole thing is thick and it touches it, that's going to be a problem. That's what it means over here. Noga regel ha'aleph begag ha'aleph. If the, the leg of the aleph is, is so thick, and it connects to the gag ha'aleph, so it doesn't look like the form of a yud that's connecting to the aleph. O penei ha'aleph beponim bagag shetafteha. So puzzle. So it's basically, as we'll see in the Mishaburah, the top yud or the bottom yud, either way, if they are not formed in the regular form of a yud, which is thicker on top and then it gets skinnier by the leg where it connects to the gag of the aleph, but rather the whole yud is one thick yud without any thinner part and it connects, it's going to be puzzle. And there is no Eitzah so to fix it up by just scraping away or erasing a little bit. That will be a problem like we've been discussing many times of Chaktochos, of erasing and being left with a letter instead of writing the proper letter. So what is the Eitzah? Rather you should scrape away all that was done and you should rewrite it. So you can't just scrape away at the yud and make it more of a form of a yud. You would have to. Sometimes. Yeah. So send them in. So eliyigra komash and nasa bepisel v'yasli v'tevenu. It's not enough to scrape away to make the yud look like the form of a yud and make it thinner on the bottom. Rather, what you would have to do is to scrape away the whole thing that was written b'psul, which in simple understanding for now would be to scrape away the whole yud and then to rewrite that yud. And then the Rama ends off and says v'chein hadin biyude hashin v'atzadik v'ha'ayin v'apei, and so too by all these other letters. Of the Hebrew alphabet, the way they are written in the Torah, they consist of small yuds. For example, the shin 
is really three yud sticking up, or a tzadi has a yud sticking out of it, or the ayin or the pei, if any of these letters that have a yud attached to them, imnogu beguf haos yoser mimekom dibukam. The same thing applies to them if the yud that's attached to those letters are too thick at their base. The same thing applies. You can't just scrape it away and make it thinner where it connects. You have to erase the whole yud and rewrite it. And now let's go back to see the Mishabura. We'll start on the bot- very bottom of Memzayan, right before page 94. Sifkaton Pei the last line. So the first point we said is if the leg of the hay or of the kuf touches the roof, it is puzzle. Avol im yesh hefsek dak afilu rak echut hasara kosher. But if there's even a little bit of a separation, like a hair's breadth, between the gag and the leg that is sticking, sticking, out, sticking underneath it, it's going to be kosher. As long as it's not touching, it's going to be kosher. Now back to page 94, where it's sifkaton Pei Gimel. So we said, Ha-hey, if the leg of the hay is touching it, af im nidbak rak hasara, even if the leg is only connected to the roof by a hair's breadth, it's connected a drop, ba'ofen shatinok in such a way that if a child would, would be asked to read this letter, he would know it's a hay right away. It looks like a hay. It's just connected by a little hair's breadth. Still, it's not considered a hay, and you must scrape away the whole leg of the hay. Because any letter that does not have the form that it was given over to Moshe Rabbeinu on Har Sinai, it does not have the shame of the os on it. Consulted by a kuf, from page 94, the Tat Mishavura. So So too, so we're saying here, if you have a hay, with the leg of the hay touching the roof, even a drop, or the leg of the kuf touching the roof, even a drop, even though a child can read it, it looks like a hay or a kuf. But since it does not have the regular form of a hay or a kuf, it's puzzle. And we said in the Mechaber, so you have to scrape off the whole leg and rewrite it. So says the Mishabura and Sivkatan Pedalad Yigror, the Lo Mahani Hafrada Ba'alma Mishum Dahavi Kechak Tochos. It wouldn't be enough just to scrape it away, the part that it connects, because that would be chaktochos, that would be taking a letter that was not the proper form of the letter, and erasing in order to make it the form of the letter, that's an issue of chaktochos, you have to write the letter. And therefore you can't just scrape away the problem and be left with a good letter, you have to actually erase the whole leg and rewrite it in a kashadika way. Okay, that is... Fine. Sivkatan pehei. We said you have to scrape away the regel and you have to rewrite it. Pirish kulo. It means to say you have to scrape away the whole leg. Bein behei, bein bekuf. Whether it's the hay or the kuf, either way, the inside leg, if it was connected, even a drop, you have to erase the whole leg and rewrite it. Kevan shenasa bepistol. Since it was written bepsul. Va'ayin bebeir halacha. So I'd like to read the beir halacha now. If you look at the beir halacha, we're going to start on the fourth wide line. Yigror HaRegel. The fourth one of the Biyalok on page 94. Teramaskal Yigror HaRegel. So again, the Mechaber told us that if the leg of the hay or the kuf is connected to the roof, it's not enough to scrape it away. You have to scrape away the whole leg and rewrite it. Ayin b'mishabura b'mashik hasavnu kulo. Look what we just read in the Mishabura that you have to erase and scrape away the entire leg. When is it true that which the Mishabruah says that you have to get rid of the entire leg? That's only if it was written when it was touching. Meaning the touching was happening at the time of writing initially. But if you wrote it properly and somehow the ink smudged and then they got connected and the leg touched the roof afterwards, then there's a separate din for the hay and for the kuf. And what's that? 
By the hay, you must erase the entire leg. It has the same din. You must erase the entire leg. Why? Because even if you leave over a little bit, If you remember, we had a machogos between the rush and all the other poskim. When you write a hay, the inside leg, how much has to be there? The rush said even a koshuhu, one drop is enough for a hay. Other poskim said you have to have the size of a yud over there. So to be choshish for the rush, if you have the psul of the hay, the, of the leg touching the roof, even if it happened later, by the hay you have to erase the whole leg. Because no matter what you erase, you're not changing the tzura from the hay, because the rush holds the tzura of the hay could have even a kol over there. So you have to erase the whole thing to get rid of the tzura of the hay to rewrite it properly. Like we learned earlier in Sif Tazai, which is not the case by the kuf, if it was written properly initially, and then somehow the, the leg touched the roof somehow by the ink smudging, so then you don't have to erase the entire leg, you could just erase enough that it loses the tsura of the kuf, and then you could rewrite it. Vedao, then you should know further, the Primagadan brings down later on another Eitzah. The Primagadan is another Eitzah. The Eitzah we're discussing over here in the Machaber is to change the Tzura of the Kuf and then to rewrite it, you have to erase the whole leg of the Kuf and then you rewrite it. That's if the Psul happened, the Eitzah If it happened later, you could ruin the Tzura of the, of the Kuf by erasing the leg somewhat, so it doesn't look like a Kuf. Another Eitzah the Prima says is that you could erase the roof, the top part of the roof, erase it, till the roof doesn't reach over the leg. Because the kuf has to have a leg with the roof reaching over the leg. So if you erase part of the roof, that the leg is outside the letter now, that also changes the tzura of the os. And then you rewrite the roof over the leg, that would be okay. You make it, and, and you rewrite it with a little separation between the leg and the roof, and you will be good to go. That would be 100% fine, as long as there's no problem of writing the letters out of order. In all these cases where you have to go back and rewrite part of the letter, it, by Tzfilin and Mezuzah, it's possible if you wrote any later letters. So this whole eighth of erasing the leg and rewriting it, erasing part of the roof and rewriting it, only helps if you did not yet write any letters afterwards. But if you wrote even one leg afterwards, again, that will be a psul of Shiloh Kisidrim, which is a problem by Tefillin and Mezuzah, not by Sefer Torah. Adkan Dvarov, who married Shanasa and Nagia Achakach. This ace of the Primagadim of erasing part of the roof is also talking about a case where the touching happened afterwards. The Ilav Hochi, because if that was not the case, but rather it was touching from the Shask Siva, Nasa Haregel Bipsul Vetzarch Lagoro. Because then again, like we said before, if it was written Bipsul initially and the, and the leg was touching the roof, that's considered a, a writing Bipsul and then you have to erase the entire leg. So to summarize, that the way you have to erase the entire leg is if initially it was written b'psul. But if it was written properly initially, and for some reason the ink got smudged or ink fell on it, and now they got connected a little bit, then it's enough just to change the tzura sa'os by erasing some of the legs so it doesn't look like a kuf, or like the primagadim, erasing some of the roof till it no longer covers, and then rewriting it without touching, that would be okay, as long as the touching happened after the initial writing, that's the din. Now we go to the next part of what we were discussing in the Mechaber. And that is just to summarize it before we get to the Mishnibur, the Nidhi Gritty. We're talking about that the form of an Aleph is a diagonal line, which we're going to call a Gag, a roof. And it has one Yud coming out on top and one Yud coming out on the bottom. What makes it a Yud is that a Yud has a, the roof is a thicker part and then there's a thin, uh, a thinner part on the right side sticking down. That's a Yud, right? A Yud is thicker on top and gets thinner on the side.
So when the yud is connected to the aleph on the top and on the bottom, the thin the thin part of the yud connects to the letter, and then it gets thicker. That's how the aleph looks in the sefer Torah. We're talking about over here where you wrote the yud all thick. There's no little leg that's connecting, which is supposed to be. So the, the tsura of the yud doesn't look like a yud because it's like one, like just like the thicker part on top, it continues that way on the bottom and connects all the way with the same thickness to the gag, whether it's on top or the bottom. That's puzzle. That's not the form of an aleph. The aleph has to have the two yuds that are connected by the smaller part of the yud, and then it gets wider. But if the whole thing is wide, that's not a tzura of a yud, and the male, that's not a tzura of an aleph. That's what the Mechaber said. So let's see the Mishabura. The Mishabura says in Sefkotan Peivav, on that which the Mechaber said, in Nogo Regal HaAleph Begag HaAleph, if the leg of the aleph touched the roof of the aleph, De'ein, Sefkotan Peivav, De'ein lahayud ha'elyon ve'atachton ligo b'hagag elo b'daku shebehem. The yud on the top and the yud on the bottom of the aleph should not touch the middle, which is called the roof of the aleph, except with the very narrow, skinny part. Like we'll see later on in greater detail, in Similam and Vav, when we go through all the letters, how they should look. Sifkatan pei zayin, or the pnei aleph beponim begag shetachtel, hainu hayud ha'elyon. This is the upper yud, v'hainu davka shenidbuka kula shenifsida tsurasa. It's only possible if the whole thickness of the yud continues down into the gag of the aleph. Aval in nispashed ma'at. But if the thin leg of the yud is connected, it just got a little bit too wide. It's spread out a little bit. It's just not as skinny as it usually is. It doesn't look as nice as usual. As long as you can see a difference between the leg of the yud and the thicker part of the yud, even if it's a little bit thicker than we want it to be, it's not a problem. The ain't sarach shum tikin won't need to be fixed up at all. What we're discussing over here is where the part that connects to the gag of the aleph is the same thickness as the rest of the yud. It's one long yud without any skinny part. That's a problem. But if the skinny part is connecting, but it spread out a little bit because the ink smudged a little bit, but still there's a thicker part and a thinner part, even if it's not as beautiful as usual, it's fine. It does not need to be fix one drop. Sifkatan Peiches is going in that which the Mechaber says that the, it's not an Eitzah just to erase the part that's close to the Aleph to make it thinner at the bottom. You can't just erase it. Sifkatan Peiches Pirush Lahafridas HaNegiyah Levado V'yeshar Ha'os Memela Karoi You can't just separate a little bit the part where it's touching and it'll be left over Memela the way it's supposed to be because that will be a problem as the Mechaber says of Chak Tochos. Rather what is the Eitzah? You have to scrape away anything that was done by Psul. Now let's see what is considered having been done by Psul in the Mishabura and Sifkaton Pei Test. Hainu, Sheyigror HaRegel Kulo. You have to scrape away the entire Yud, the entire leg, the entire Yud. Velosagi Sheyafrid HaRegel Mi'al HaAleph. It's not enough to separate the leg away from the Aleph. Ad Sheyivatlenu Mitsuras Oslavad. It's not enough just to erase a little bit where it connects. So it loses the tzura of the yud and then rewrite it. Like we've been saying before, since the whole leg, the whole yud was written the psul, so you have to erase the whole thing that was written the psul and rewrite it. So you have to erase the entire yud. And so too, this is not only by the bottom yud, also by the top yud, which is written on top of the aleph. And connects to the gag underneath it. Tzarech ligror kol hayud ulukasol mechadosh. You have to erase the entire yud and rewrite it over anew. 
There are those who are machmir, that when the upper yud was written incorrectly, they have to rewrite the entire Aleph, not just the letter Yud on top, the entire Aleph. Why? Because if you wrote that Yud first, which is the way you write the letter Aleph, you write the first Yud on top first, if that was written improperly, so everything after was written the Psul, and therefore some of and say you have to rewrite the entire letter if the upper Yud was done improperly. But b'di'evid, it needs investigation if one should be machmir, or it would be enough just to erase that yud. Now let's see the bir halacha. In the fifth to last line, noga regel ha'alef. Says the Chavetz Chaim, da, de'ein chiluk be'inim noga be'esak siva ol achakach. In this case, by the Yuds connected to the Aleph in the wrong way, it does not matter whether it was touching in the improper way from the time of the writing or it happened afterwards. Just like we discussed earlier, if Dio fell on a letter and ruined the Surah after it was written, Rak, the only Chiluk is as follows like we've been saying till now. If it was touching from the time of writing, you have to erase the entire regal, the entire Yud that's connected to the Aleph. The Imnaga Achar Shehishlim Haos Kiroi, but if it only connected from some kind of smudge or comes on a deal that fell on it after the letter was written properly, ain't Sarach Limcho Kolharegel, then you would not have to erase the entire leg. Rak Sheivatlenu Mitzuras Os, then you could just erase a drop, make a little separation. It no longer has a Tzura of an Aleph, and you can fix it up. Dumi Demashakosav Alavush Veviu Magen Avram Sofs Katan Chafei Ayn Sham. So again, it's the same thing we saw in the last, in the last Berhalacha, and that is that anytime you write a letter that's initially written the psul, then you have to rewrite the whole part that was written the psul. And therefore, if the yud was written the psul, you have to erase for sure the yud, possibly the whole letter. But if it was written properly initially, and then a drop of dio fell on, or something got, got a little smudge and it spread out, and now it looks puzzle after the fact, then all you have to do is change the form of the letter. You don't have to erase everything that was written the psul, because it wasn't written the psul. Then you could just separate the yud from the letter and rewrite it and you'll be fine. Let's read one more one more Biralacha and then we'll finish the Mishaburas. O Peneha Aleph, I am Bamaganavram, the Davka in Nidbak Etzem Hayudlaha Aleph. This whole discussion of the Machaber again is where you have a yud which is thicker on top and it's thicker on the bottom, but the whole thickness of the yud connected to the to the Gag. But the way a yud is set up, we discussed it a few times, a yud is thick on top, and then there's a little leg on the right side. There's also a little ochus on the left side. On the bottom left, there's a little thing that sticks out. If you look in the Sefer Torah or anywhere, you'll see a little thing that sticks out of the left side. So let's say you wrote the aleph, and the right leg is fine. It's attached to the aleph on going up, and then it gets thicker. But the little ochus, the little thorn that sticks out of the left side, touches the roof of the aleph as well which it's not supposed to do. You're supposed to have only the right leg touching the Aleph and the rest be in the air. But we, the way you have it, you have the right leg touching, the rest gets thicker, which is a very nice, but the bottom left also touches that diagonal of the Aleph. And that's, that's, that's what we're discussing over here. So in the Bir Lacha, again, we're on page 94, the third to last line of the Bir Lacha. I am the Mogan Avram, the Davka in Nidbak Etzim Hayud Laha Aleph. That which we've been discussing till now is Davka if the actual Yud is connected to the Aleph in too thick of a way. Which is not the case if the other side of the Yud, the left side of the Yud connects to the Gag of the Aleph, that would be Kosher. 
Because even without that little thing, it's it's going to be okay as a yud. Pirish the Even though by it being connected, it's as if the yud is missing the little thorn that it needs at the end. It's not ma'akid if you fix it up properly. But the prima gadam says you still have to scrape it away. In other words, they explain in the notes over here that we've been discussing many times in this seminar already the idea that every letter has to be mukaf gvil. It has to be surrounded by the cloth. So if you have the aleph, even though midin, the oket sticking out, we don't necessarily, doesn't bother us so much if that's necessarily not there by the aleph. If the oket of the yud is not by the aleph, it's okay. But the fact that the oket of the yud touches the gag of the aleph, so now it's not mukak vil. You can't, it's not all surrounded by cloth, because it's like two, two letters connecting is a problem. So here it's one letter, but it's a wrong part connecting, so you'd have to scrape it away because of the problem of mukak vil. So even though it's going to be kosher, it's not going to have the same problem that we're discussing in the Mechaber, but you would still separate it because of the problem of Mukakvil. But we discussed already many times that when you separate something just because of Mukakvil, it's not a problem of Shaloka Sidron. Even if you wrote later letters and you go back to separate it, it's not a problem because it had the Tzura of the Os. It was just a problem that it was connected. So if you do it out of order, it is okay. And now let's finish up in the last point of the Mishtabura, on that which the Ramah said, that the same way we just explained by the Aleph, when the Yud of the Aleph is too thick, it doesn't get thinner, it's going to be puzzle, so to any other letter that has Yud's in it, and the examples he gave was Shin, Tzadi, Ayin, Pei, all these, if the Yud's that are attached to them, all of them again are thicker on top and they get thinner when they attach to the letter, so if any of them keep their thickness all the way down to the letter, you have the same problem and you have to have the same Eitzah to fix it up. So the Mishnah says, in Sivkoton Tzadi, so if you have this with the yuds of these other letters, the Hainu Shayud Nase Kav Yosher. Again, that the yud is made in a straight line, not a thin line, but a thick line. That's the yud, so it doesn't look like a yud. Velais Suras Yud, it doesn't have the tsur of a yud. Aval Ein Mazik Imnis Hakav Ma'at. But again, like we said before, it's not a problem if the top part of the yud is thick. And the thinner part got a little bit thicker. As long as it's still thinner than the thicker part, it's still okay. It doesn't have to be, you know, like a, like a stick figure. Ideally it should be that way, but if it gets a little thicker, it's okay. As long as it's nicker as a yud, then it's okay. We're discussing that it's a problem again when the whole thing is the same thickness, so it doesn't look like the tzura of a yud. Says the Mishavur of Aitin, Sikotan Tzadi Alaf, turning to page, Memches. The Hapei. Yeah, this would apply to a yud also. We're not up to that yet, but yeah, we're, we're discussing the yud in, co- yud in connection with the olive. Correct, yes. Thing. We'll get into the details of the yud later, but it will be the same thing, because the tsura of a yud, the form of a yud, is thicker on top, and it has the leg on the right side. So if you just write it as one thick thing, it's not going to be good as a yud either. We haven't gotten to the official halachas of the yud yet, but we're meanwhile discussing it in great detail when the yud is attached to other letters, because the yud is used in many letters to create the forms of those letters. So let's see if Kodan Tzadi Aleph Vahapei, I'm turning to page Memches, Vahu Adin Imregel HaSmoli Shal HaTof Nase Yosher Velo Yotze Lamata Lachutz. So too with the left leg of a tough, we know a tough has the right leg is straight down and the left leg goes down and comes out a little bit. So the same din applies if the left leg is made thicker and none of it goes out. So you have a thick left leg of a tough, that's also going to be a problem if it doesn't go out to the left a little bit. So why do you have to scrape it away? We're saying the eight says you have to scrape it away and rewrite it. Why do you have to do that? Because 
So the Vushay Israel has the following kasha. Let's say I made a yud on a shin and it's, it's, it's all one thickness. So why do I have to erase it and make it thinner on the bottom? Why can't I just thicken up the top? Or if I have a tuft that goes down the left leg, is very thick, and it doesn't stick out on the bottom. Why do I have to erase it and rewrite it? Let me just add on to it. That's a skash. Why do you have to you scrape it off and then rewrite it? Just thicken it up. Right? The same way you could rewrite the leg thinner, you could just make the top thicker. And then, right, we said the leg doesn't have to be stick thin. It could be, it could be a little wider, just not as wide as the top. So if you made it all the same, you should have two aces. You could either rewrite it and make the bottom skinnier, or you should just add to the top, make it thicker. Or the, the top, if you have a long line on the left side, a thick line on the left side, so just add a little going leftward, and it'll be fine. That's his kasha. And the Primagodam Taka is mashma that way, that this Eitzah would work even with the Aleph. So the Aleph that we said before in the Mechabra, and we discussed at length over here, that you have to erase at least the Yud and rewrite it in the proper way, the Primagodam actually says it would be enough to just thicken up the top part of the Yud to make it look more like a Tzura of a Yud. It would be obviously a heftier, fatter overall Yud, but it would have the Tzura of a Yud nonetheless. And here he doesn't bring what the Levushe Esrad says at the end, but at the end he says that maybe if it's too thick, then it loses the tzura of the letter. Meaning it's true that Mishibur told us earlier that if the thin part of the Yud is a little thicker, as long as it's thinner than the thicker part of the Yud, it's okay. But it's up to a point. In other words, but if the thinner part is the thickness of the thicker part, and the thicker part you make even thicker than that, it could be at some point when it's getting so fat, it loses the tzura of the, of the, of the Yud altogether. So as the Levushe Esrad, maybe that's, maybe that's a problem. The Chozek continues the Mishavura. The Chozek is Shilokosav Hatevo She'acharzeh. All these things we're discussing about erasing it and fixing it or adding on to the letter, all of these are only able to be done if you did not write any later letters afterwards. The Ilav Hachi, if you wrote letters or words afterwards, the Vadai Lo Mahani Tikon Latov, it will not help any fixing of the Tov, Ukhagavna Mishum Shilokasidron, or any of these letters because it will be a problem of writing the letters out of order. Because Lamaisa, a tuff without anything sticking out on the bottom, it's not a tzura of a tuff. And a shin that has a yud sticking down, that's a thick all the way down, it's not a tzura of a shin. And therefore, whatever, however you're going to fix it up, whether you do the eitzah we discussed in the Mechabra, be erasing and rewriting it, or the eitzah of the prima god, that you're just going to make it thicker, whatever you're doing, you're now forming the tzura of the os. If you're forming the tzura of the os, there is a problem of shalok and If you wrote any letters, after, letters afterwards, you would not be able to go back and fix up that letter that was written previously. Okay, we'll stop here. That was, that was, uh, installment number three of, of Sif Yud Ches. And Mitch Shem, tomorrow night we will, we will do, uh, Sif Yud Tes. Shkayach. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.